Hello and welcome to Matchpoint Paradox Sports Stars Cricket Podcast. Uh, I'm joined by my colleagues Dhruva Prasad, Amol Karatkar, and Deepak Raghav. In this segment, we'll be discussing about the Ranji Trophy, and uh, we just got done with the uh, league phase of it. And my colleagues cover the tournament uh, from different parts of the country. Uh, Amol, let me start up with you. Uh, you are there. You are you are stationed in Ahmedabad. Uh, if you could say a little about you know your assumption about the league, the group that you are covering. It was a star-studded group, Mumbai. Uh, Mumbai, because of the legacy, Shayon, and as we all know, Saurashtra being the defending champions, and with just one team uh, set to go through, it it turned out to be quite a, a close tussle on cards, at least for the first eleven match days of the group stage. The last day, anyway, uh, both the teams won their last respective games, but the moment uh, it was clear that Saurashtra would not earn a bonus point, there would be no question of a tie and caution coming in. Then I think by the third day of the last round, it it turned out to be uh, a done deal in terms of qualification. But even in terms of individual performances, I think uh, there were uh, uh, more than a few remarkable performances in those three weeks in Ahmedabad. You know, before we talk about teams like Mumbai and the uh, performances, I'll, I'll I'll go to Deepak once. And Deepak, uh, you are covering Tamil Nadu uh, and that group in uh, you know uh, Guwahati. So, if you could say a little about that, your assumption, what are your expectations, and what is the reality? So, you know, uh, again, uh, this was uh, this was a very tight group, but uh, I think it 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 had one of the most remarkable uh, turnarounds across probably across the other. I'm not sure about the all the eight groups, but surely Jharkhand's Jharkhand qualified from this group, and to you know put it in context, Jharkhand lost the first match against Chhattisgarh. No, uh, the first match they lost outright. In the second match, they gave a brave declaration, ne- knowing that they need to have a win sooner than later. So, which set up a very nice, you know, thrilling finale on the last day with Delhi uh, Jharkhand going till the last session of the day. So, and uh, yeah, I think uh, the way Jharkhand pulled it off with two back-to-back outright wins against both Delhi and Tamil Nadu power also in domestic cricket, supposedly at least. Uh, so I think that was a great achievement by the young. It's a relatively young team, but it's a very good Jharkhand unit. Uh, they have some really good fast bowlers, Rahul Shukla, Sushant Mishra. Then the experience of Saurabh Tiwari and Shabaz Nadeem. So I think uh, it was remarkable because in a in a in a competition where you have only three league games to come back. I mean, once you slip up, it could actually prove very costly. But Jharkhand showed that even if you lose the first match, you could still come back strongly you know, by posting outright wins. And it was always good to see teams going for outright wins and not just settling for uh, out, you know first innings lead and three points. So teams going and the format made it such a way that in case if any team in a group had taken an outright win in the first round, then the other other teams, other two or three teams necessarily had to go search for those outright wins because just uh, skating through on points won't be enough. So that, that was my new one. I was quite interested in the book as well. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a very interesting point that you said. The, pe- the teams obviously were actually uh, going for uh, the you know, outright victories rather than settling for the, you know, the first things uh, win, uh, win that we normally see. Dhruva, it was your debut season in terms of you know, covering a Ranji Trophy match. 
so what are your, your thoughts you covered that league if you could say that yeah yeah so i covered the uh, kashmir uh, jammu and kashmir versus railways game and uh, yeah both teams were pushing for an outright win because uh, karnataka had already uh, won a game and drawn one and they were probably they were all set to beat uh, pondi so yeah both teams were pushing for an outright win but uh, and hoping that karnataka either loses to pondi which is very unlikely or concedes the first innings lead in case of a draw um so yeah uh, the railways did pull off a pretty comprehensive nine wicket victory um and there were there were a few flashes of brilliance uh, we had abdul samad like one of the most exciting batters to watch right now and uh, well he 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 didn't hold himself back at all i mean like even at a time when um jammu and kashmir was staring at something something of a collapse he just went hammer and tongs uh, smashed karn sharma for three sixes and two fours and two overs and yeah eventually perished hitting him trying to hit him so i think yeah that was a very exciting uh, passage of play uh, other than that uh, karn sharma uh, he he got uh he was bought at the ipl auction by rcb and uh, well he did take 11 wickets in the game uh, after a, a couple of lackluster performances so uh, it might actually be interesting given that uh, the only other leg spinner uh, i think the only other leg spinner rcb has is hasaranga so it might be interesting how the duo shapes up uh, in the ipl like if karn sharma gets a game okay uh we'll we'll obviously talk about the ipl and there's lot to talk about about the the players who could make an impact uh, but before that amol uh you just spoke about the legacy and the mumbai cricket uh this was one very interesting uh, leg that you are covering that uh, group where saurashtra obviously was there mumbai was there but but how do you see the fact that obviously it was a shorter season because with just three three games and uh, every team will have to you know push for that 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 victory how how do you uh, find the fact that teams are uh, going aggressive right from the word go so how how was the whole whole, whole scenario and uh, the pros and cons if you want to uh, look at when it comes to uh, the shortest league stage ever since ranji trophy switched from the knockout format into a zonal league followed by knockouts or super league whatever it was sometime in the 70s if i am not mistaken okay so the shortest league stage obviously the biggest uh, uh, advantage like you said there was no other option for the teams but to be aggressive so i just did some number crunching uh, 40 of 57 games turned out to be either uh, an as the outright result as we say that's like 70% plus games ended up producing a result something that ranji trophy is not used to despite the influx of uh, the so called uh, uh, low rung teams in the last couple of seasons okay so uh, if you compare these numbers 70% with the last time ranji trophy was played at neutral venues the league stage 58 out of 117 games had produced outright results that's less than half 49 point something right so that shows the the intent that every team had to show because there was no other option you had to have uh, outright wins if you wanted to actually uh, make it to the knockouts 
the the other advantage is most teams after having not played a single game uh, in whites for two years all the state teams especially the players they were in that mind frame ki as in, whatever they get is a bonus that sort of a scenario so there was not real complaint as such but the competitive teams the 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 flaws obviously one there was very less time to there is no time for that matter to actually gel and try out combinations so you could ill afford to try out youngsters unless or until uh, you were out of the contention in the first couple of games and like we saw uh, half the teams who were out of contention actually tried their best to give some of the uh, bench a game as such just to try them out and the other biggest uh, flaw was even those outstanding performers someone like sarfaraz khan okay you have scored uh, 500 odd runs in three games still the selectors might feel oh teeny game hai na not really consistent that's the dilemma that the the top performers are dealing with the top teams are dealing with but right. overall i feel uh, it's the zone we have set all settled into that the fact that bcci has organized it in itself is a great deal i don't see it that way but still uh, let's let's come to terms with it there was no other option but to have only three league games right uh deepak uh, i mean since you covered that leg which actually do you did let's be honest did you expect the jharkhand to qualify from that leg and you spoke really highly of jharkhand and you have spoken to several players and the team uh, during the tournament uh, jharkhand obviously plays the pre quarter finals with uh, uh, you know at eden gardens so keeping that in mind uh, how do you assess the entire leg and how, i am all talk about spoke about competitiveness and since they had no choice what were your assumption like what did you 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 make uh, make of the whole situation uh actually i mean yeah jharkhand i wouldn't say it's a surprise that they qualified i think uh, what was surprising was how well chatisgarh actually competed in this tournament you know the, to beat jharkhand see you have to remember jharkhand made the semi finals of the ranji trophy in 2016 17 when they had the likes of ishan kishan playing right, there right right ishan jaggi was playing there so and ishan jaggi was still in the squad though he didn't play in the matches so jharkhand has been building up a very good side they have good fast bowling unit so they actually building up a good side so their actually the defeat was more surprising than them doing actually well there so i think how uh, chatisgarh is a team that actually i was surprised that how well they did it i mean against uh, Delhi, Chhattisgarh made nearly 480 runs, and uh, Delhi, Delhi is supposedly one of the strongest teams in domestic cricket. Uh, the number of kind of the names that you see, you know, Dhruv Chore, uh, Yash Dhul, Ishan Sharma, Navdeep Saini, and uh, obviously Ishan didn't bowl a lot in the two matches he played, but still uh, to score 480 runs. And Chhattisgarh is a team that came into Ranji Trophy only a handful of years ago. So actually, the, the way Chhattisgarh competed was actually the most surprising part of the thing. What impressed me about Jharkhand was the fact that, as I said, that they lost the first match. Even in the second match, the, the I mean, it takes a lot of guts to you know to give that declaration there because they had remember they had taken the first innings lead against Delhi, but they still went for those six points. They could have actually played it safe, saying we if got three points, we'll we'll see what happens in the next game against Tamil Nadu, but. even in that match they gave they gave a very sporting declaration they gave delhi about 90 overs in the day about 300 on 20 runs so that delhi who had actually you know lost the first innings against tamil nadu 
they were forced to go for the chase and they were looking good they were like 280 for 5 chasing 320 330 so they just said that they lost 30 no 30 for 30 runs they lost five wickets there so i think chatisgarh was the more impressive team but jharkhand was basically the comeback of winning two matches they the, all the matches they played produced a result so that shows the team actually competed hard they were not defensive at least they were willing to you know roll the dice and even against right. chatisgarh they they considered a very small functioning street it's just that they had a very poor second innings to the bat that they lost mm-hmm. the match eight wickets eventually okay. yeah before i move to dhruva i have a uh, something to ask to amol is that uh you know deepak as he mentioned about delhi okay then i mean how do you see this some of the old teams like you know some of the really big guns of domestic cricket they have somehow not been very impressive this time around is it because of the format like shorter shorter format or what was the whole 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 assessment about uh sayan i think we have to accept the fact that the so called conventional uh, big teams are no longer consistent big teams except for the great ex- exception of karnataka okay they have right. been the consistent right. team they have been the only big team that have been consistent over the last decade across formats not just ranji trophy okay so in that sense it was actually surprising mumbai hadn't qualified for knockouts the last two editions okay it's been uh, in mumbai's in- history between 84 85 and 93 94 that 8 year gap was is their largest in terms of a ranji trophy title okay without a ranji trophy title this is the second largest uh, lean patch for mumbai whether they can break it or not we'll have to wait and see but otherwise my simple point is uh, my limited observation over the last few years is when it comes to the ranji trophy especially uh, the team that actually is uh, well knit all through the season there are very few losses in between big guns the so called big names coming in and going out those teams end up fading away in the ranji trophy the teams that play together as a team have more than decent resources and uh, more importantly a great tactical brain either as captain or coach those teams have been consistently doing well that's why we have seen the so called lesser uh, reputed teams winning ranji trophy more often than not in the last 5 6 years so that way the big teams so called tamil nadu not making it is not really surprising okay especially with the group that they were in karnataka obviously had to go through mumbai uh, qualifying actually uh, i am not i wouldn't say it's surprising but it was heartening to see that they actually could uh, break the barrier and uh, otherwise otherwise i i struggle to actually think of a consistently big team as such except for mumbai delhi karnataka and uh, tamil nadu of which anyway barring mumbai karnataka and delhi the other teams have hardly won ranji trophy uh, as in we can't even count five titles for a team except for these three right no uh, bab yeah uh, that may, that makes a lot of sense Dhruva, uh, just uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm curious to know about what happens in the IPL. Uh, the team, the because I'm asking this to you because the team you have covered, uh, some their two top players will be featuring in the IPL for Sunrisers Hyderabad. But uh, then, what did you make of the the whole Jammu and Kashmir that you know the bowling attack and uh, 
you know everything being spoken about with our, our with our abdul samad with a you know omran malik and that craze around them so you know how 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 was how was the whole thing and how was how was the competition in that group because it it all went down to the wire yeah so actually jammu and kashmir plays a very interesting intriguing brand of cricket like so you have like they they, they have actually very steady openers and uh, they have they have had good starts throughout the tournament and then you have this phase of absolute i don't know it's like almost a brain fade in the in the middle order and in, and then obviously you have abdul samad who who doesn't hold back and uh, and yeah so the the middle order has definitely been shaky and uh, on top of that i think also uh, the pace attack has been uh, has not been up to the mark especially since uh, umran malik was playing his first uh, ranji trophy so uh, he was he is he was very expensive uh, in in both the games that he played and since parvez rasul uh, took 14 wickets in the first two games i think there was an over dependence on him so when he didn't deliver deliver against the railways uh, the 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 pace attack was really found lacking uh other than that yeah it's i but it was still uh, shocking that uh, it was a little shocking that umran malik didn't play that final game because there wasn't honestly there wasn't much in the pitch for the pacers so like 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 there was not much movement so uh, probably umran malik's raw pace could have actually done the trick uh, on that wicket so uh, they they might have missed a trick there uh, other than that yeah um, yeah abdul samad well he's he's always a talk of the town and uh, the coach also has said that well he's he's been asked not to hold back uh, even in uh, first class cricket and that shows i mean he his strike rate is like 100 over 110 in first class cricket so yeah he's he's probably just going to play his game regardless of the format okay uh, uh... i mean now obviously uh, up, uh, a couple of weeks from now we have the ipl starting uh, amol deepak and dhruva uh, i want to know from all of you that who are the who do you think are the five or six uh, you know performers that should, we should be you know keeping an eye on in the ipl and you know and uh, you know not many of them will be featuring in the ipl but the players who will be part of the tournament from the, these lot from the from the, the ones who play first class cricket who are the players that you think are the ones to watch out for this this season maybe let's start with amol because uh from what i saw uh, obviously sarfaraz khan it's a no brainer it's like uh, see the kind of maturity he has shown on the field not just while batting but even uh, being at the other end he he literally carried arman jafar on to his maiden first class century yes they shared a bond having played for the same school but uh, it, he was just he it seems as if as a cricketer he has finally realized his true potential how he can contribute not just with the bat at the other end and even in the field when it comes to uh, suggesting tactical changes and all to the captain he is quite involved and batting less said the better about him he is just uh, batting at his pinnacle we have all seen sarfaraz khan being a sort of a regular when it comes to the ipl setup till like 2016 17 if i am not mistaken then on he has been getting that odd game every every season as such this time around he has been bought at base price either with an intention to wait and wait and save money on him okay or 
at the time of the auction no team was sure whether he was a, a direct inclusion in their first 11 the starting 11 that's what ipl teams focus on so i feel uh, the sooner sarfaraz khan gets an opportunity the better it will be for him and with the form that he is in i am sure the fans will enjoy it even more than he'll do as one guy if you want me to uh, watch out for from the ranger of his circuit is sarfaraz khan un- undoubted Deepak, your thoughts? Uh, again, uh, the obvious ones will be obviously for me was uh, Shahrukh Khan because he showed what in that game against Delhi he scored about one ninety four runs and what more than hundred striking and bought for big money in the auction. So that's the obvious name. But the other, uh, you know, uh, a name that goes slightly under the radar that I will be actually watching out for is uh, Lalit Yadav from Delhi. He's been part of Delhi Capitals. He's been brought again by Delhi Capitals. He has made. A, I mean, he's an all-rounder, an off-spinning all-rounder. He he played really well this tournament. You know, he made a brilliant hundred and seventy-seven against Tamil Nadu in that first match. I think it was his first century, and then he also made a you no know, a half century in the second the last match against Chhattisgarh actually. So I think he. I I would like to see how he actually goes. I mean, Yashdul Sharukhan. These are names that Yashdul because of the under nineteen and Sharukhan because of. The name and the name itself and the more uh, kind of money, uh, one of the costliest uncapped buys in the IPL history. So these are obvious things, but Lalit Yadav will be someone you can watch out for, especially considering they're playing in conditions where spinners are going to be more, you know, uh, spinner-friendly conditions, especially on those red soil wickets where spinners will actually get good bounce. So Lalit Yadav is one name that I'll be actually looking out for. He can bat, he can bowl. So I think an all-rounder, all-rounder in T20 is always, uh, you know. Oh, and a good good one to have in the team. True. I mean, I I I don't know if uh, you guys will agree with me, but I am personally looking forward to watching. I I don't know whether he'll get a game, but I hope he does. Uh, will be Shabazz Ahmed, not because of the Bengal factor or whatever, but the because of the fact that he has been a consistent performer for the team, and obviously with RCB buying him for two and a half. 2.4 crores is is you know is quite a deal. So you know he's been consistent. He's been like you know fairly fairly good. That Bengal pace. I mean the 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 bowling trio has worked. So I think Shabazz Ahmed comes into the picture. But having said that, it all depends whether he gets a game. But 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 given the format, given the you know given his uh, previous experience, I think he can be the one to watch out for. But but yes, I I would love to know from Jova as well. What are his his thoughts? Uh, yeah from what i have watched uh, i would go with abdul samad uh, he's been exceptional uh, i mean he even even in the in, even in this season he scored a, a 78 ball 100 run so i'm i'm sure like i think this is going to be his make or break season and uh, i'm sure like sunrisers hyderabad would have had something in their mind when they retained him and uh, he's he's been hitting the ball very very clean and he's been clearing the ropes easily i think it's just a matter of uh, It's just it's just a matter of I think understanding uh, what his role is going to be in the middle order in the in the in Sunrisers Hyderabad. But yeah, I think I I would definitely pick up Dilsama. Yeah, 